Yo, Fantasy Football family, welcome to another episode of Off The Line Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Eugene. I'm one of the hosts of the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Fantasy Jeans. That's G-E-N-E-S. You can also follow our official Twitter handle at Off The Line FF. To the other hosts of the show, Ike, man, it's been a crazy, crazy fantasy football, free agency, frenzy, whatever you want to call it, week, two weeks. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know, man. I I just this is the craziest NFL offseason I can remember um, as an adult. Um, (laughs) And usually we have these complaints about, um, you know, all these all the speculation about this player going here, potentially going here or this team looking at trading for this player or what is this player or what is this team going to do with player X? Are they a cap casualty? Are they going to resign? Are they at are they at a contract impasse? All these different storylines, and they just never meant they just never used to manifest into anything. Exactly. And then this year, for some reason, everybody just I don't know, they're going all in, they're going, they're following the Rams model of just saying, fuck draft picks, I'm gonna <laughs> trade for players, and that's and, and, and you're gonna deal with it, right? Um, yeah. and you know, before we continue, I, I can be found on Twitter at uh, just underscore Ico9, but yeah, I, I, I think this is. Again, the craziest you know NFL offseason that I can remember in my lifetime. Uh, yeah, you know, and we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to the the the, the big news of the day uh, with Tyreek Hill getting traded uh, here shortly. But <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know. I just I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm at yeah, a loss. A lot of fantasy implications coming. You know, there's 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 going to be quite a few compelling storylines, and <laughs> and those of you that aren't are not necessarily. Too too immersed into the fantasy into the fantasy space, or you know, pay attention to fantasy in the off season. You're gonna come, you're gonna come back in August to quite a shock. All these players <laughs> that you're expecting to be on certain teams, like you think Devontae Adams is a Packer, nope, he's not a nope. Packer. You think Tyreek Hill's a, a Chief, nope, he's not a Chief. Nope. You think Russell Wilson's a Seahawk, nope, he's not a Seahawk. Nope. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know, man. This is this is wild. Yeah, if you cannot guess this episode is just going to be talking about free agent moves signings that happened over the that happened after our our previous episode let me not even waste no more time the the biggest one that we were waiting on for for what months a year plus Deshaun Watson getting traded to Cleveland Houston they get 22 first a 22 fourth 23 first 24 first 24 fourth and then on top of Cleveland getting Deshaun Watson, they they go ahead and slap a five-year, $230 million, fully guaranteed contract, biggest ever for, fully uh, for any for any any player to get this type of guaranteed money, man. Yeah. Shout out to to his agent, who is also a bunch of other people's agents, including my 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 half brother. He he gets the job done, as you can yeah. as you can tell from all his all his he, players, but he understands the assignment. He understands yeah, the assignment. Definitely, definitely does. They and when we go through all these this, these deals for players that got moved, it's like everybody knows that that TV deal is coming. So they're trying to get they're trying to get theirs now. And I don't, I mean, I don't blame them. Like yeah. these these owners got the money. Don't let them tell you that they don't. 
They do. do not do do not let incompetent <laughs> owners, especially lie to you and say that oh you know we don't have any money we don't we can't afford to pay this player we got to cut him sorry we got to cut him oh we don't we don't spend in free agency because we don't have enough money don't don't let them lie to you a lot of these owners have a lot more money than they're than they're leading on um, yeah. you know when, whenever you see the cap space numbers that be, that are generally reported they're usually they're usually underreported and. You just can't really pay too much attention to that because if you if if there's a way to make a, if there's a path to get a player, if you if you're if you're really wanting to win, you, you're going to find a way to do it. You're going to find a way to get that player. Always. So uh, again, so you just you, you can't let these owners you know continue to lie to your fan base, lie to your face um, as a fan base, and 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 just accept it. You just can't. So yeah. So Deshaun Watson gets moved to Cleveland. How are you feeling about this move? Uh, I think it's a great move, honestly, because you know he he's he has a win now roster. He has a he has a great running game. He has Kareem Hunt. He's got Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, which was traded there, you know, a week or two before. So that's a, you know that's all yeah. And then um, you know they they st- they have a talented guy named Donald, Donovan Peoples Jones. Don't know if you've heard of him or not from the University mm-hmm. of Michigan. Um, he he was underutilized in, in his, his first couple of years in Cleveland. Um, he's gonna benefit greatly from Deshaun Watson because he likes to take shots down the field. And, you know, um, you know, they also have David Njoku who they franchised. He's an athletic tight end, very, you know, very athletic tight end can get down the, can get down the seams, can, you know, rip off, you know, long, long touchdown uh, receptions, you know, look no further than that Chargers game, you know, earlier in the season where he had that, you know, 72 yard touchdown. So he's capable of big plays like that. And they still may look to draft a receiver or get another receiver later on. Um, in free agency, so you know they have they have they have weapons for Deshaun Watson down there down there in Cleveland. I mean that 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 roster is effectively you know uh, you know a quarterback away. You know the one of those quarterback away rosters. Yep. Um, they're they're basically that. Uh, they just needed you know they needed to upgrade their wide receiving core. Feel like they did. You know take you know cutting Landry, upgrading with Cooper. Cooper is a much better player than Jar- Jarvis Landry, in my opinion. Much yep. more explosive, better route runner. Um, you know, better after the catch. Um, so, you know, again, if they if they look to maybe add Will Fuller, because Deshaun Watson's you know buddy from Houston, that could be another that could be another boon for the, for that offense. Uh, oh. You know, up that play action game. <laughs> you know, you know, Kevin Stefanski loves to run play action, and so that those play action deep shots, you can see a lot of those. So yeah, I, I like this move a lot for Cleveland. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson is, is is one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Um, when he's on the field, we haven't seen him play in a year, so he may be a little rusty coming out of the gate. Um, that's one thing to keep in mind. You, you can't expect him to, 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 you know, to take that much time off of football um, and you know come back and pick basically pick up where he left off. It'll take a couple, maybe a couple of weeks to kind of get back into the swing of things, kind of get his legs get his legs under him um, before he starts um, before he starts turning up. Yeah, for me, this is a this is a franchise moving move right here. They thought they has had that with Baker. Turns sure. out that Baker was not it. He he he's grand not. opening, grand closing. <laughs> the moment was too big for him. Clearly, pissing <laughs> down his leg every time there was a chance to, to make make a big play. I knew that was now. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 now now look at him. He's he's part of a clipboard. Uh, LLC clipboard oh, yeah, holdings LLC man. Yeah, he's gonna unroll in some uh some coursework that Chase Daniels che- teaching at down there at clipboard holdings <laughs> LLC. Um, so yeah, he 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 definitely needs to enroll because 
it looks like Cleveland's having very, you know, having a lot of difficulty trading him or finding a trade partner. So they said they're just going to fly. I saw a report earlier that there's they just may cut him, like flat out cut him if they don't find a trade Jeez. partner. So he goes Look from the starter. Quick. He goes from the starter to you know them flirting with Watson. Then then Watson saying no. Then him penning a letter to the city of Cleveland saying, you know what, I, mm. I, I put my heart in this stuff. Basically, just writing a goodbye letter even after Deshaun Watson said no. And then they came back and said, you know what, we're gonna. They they came back and th- and threw a boatload of money at Deshaun Watson, and now they're gonna trade yeah. him. So yep. it's just a, it's just it's just been such a roller coaster for uh, for Baker over the last like couple of weeks. Um, and but at the end of the day, like one thing that we need to keep in mind is that he's not even that good to be demanding a trade or to be asking for a trade <laughs> or anything like that. Like you got to be you got to be like a really you got to be like a top quarterback, right? You know, yeah. You, you have to have performed at the highest level for your franchise, and you know, ultimately you may you may, you may have come up short, but he didn't even. He was he was mediocre throughout his tenure. That he had one really solid year and maybe a, a partial another partial good year. That was it. A lot of it. He's just an average mediocre mediocre quarterback. I mean, that's all we've that's yeah. pretty much all we've seen from him. Yeah. So in terms of you know seeing Deshaun getting moved here, obviously this is wills up for stock up for for Cooper stock up for uh, Peoples Jones. This looks good for for Nujoku. I think overall this just gives gives this offense a, a shot. In terms of f- looking at a f- fantasy perspective, when somebody, you know, anybody that's listening right now and they're trying to weigh where they place Deshaun Watson, where are you looking at in terms of placing him in the hierarchy of quarterbacks? Is he now that you see him getting moved to Cleveland, do you see him automatically, yeah, top five and he hasn't even played in a year? Like how high are you looking at him now with this move? I wouldn't put him in the top five because there's number one. We have to also remember that there's a possibility that he can still get suspended. Yeah. Uh, for I would say maybe four to six games, perhaps. Yeah. And I think we may see that, you know, starting out. So we may not even see him until until October, anyways, um, uh, this upcoming year. So I, I think we need to so get you know with that. If, if we're talking about this season only, I think you know he he's definitely a top ten quarterback. Um, I wouldn't you know I wouldn't draft him anywhere before the seventh round um because if you're drafting him before the seventh round or around that range you're basically drafting Mr. qb1 and you may not even have him for half the fantasy season or, or yeah. maybe less than half of the fantasy season so i, I think he'll, he'll he can slot anywhere from like qb10 to qb2 i mean he's a he's still a qb1 of course if you're if you're you know draft wise but um you, you kind of have to be careful especially with that suspension i don't because you, you don't know how much you don't know how much he's going to give you right off the bat, especially with that you know four to six potentially four to six game suspension. Um, that that's coming. So that's true. Yeah, redraft perspective, we do got to be careful because you got that looming whatever how long that suspension is going to be, and then the knocking out the cobwebs from not playing. Hopefully during preseason he can you know get rid of some of that, but even still yeah. that preseason they can only do so much. Right. No, in dynasty perspective. If you're in a in a in a startup, you're gonna take that chance. You're gonna probably draft him that first round for yep. sure. He's probably going. He probably was doing that before the move was even made. But you know, overall, it's good to good to finally see this saga closed Come in terms to a of close. his movement. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and the Davis Mills era in Houston 
is is, is off and running. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and I said right, that, I, I said that kind of jokingly, but I mean, look, Davis Davis Mills can play. He can play. He showed that he, he can, can play last year. So he definitely um, he definitely can. The next move I want to want us to touch on is the Devontae Adams trade to the Las Vegas Ram, uh, Raiders. Uh, Green Bay gets a 20, 22 first and 22 second. On top of the trade, you know, another amount of money was dumped on Devontae. He got five years, $141 million. You know, a lot of money at the time was the highest highest contract for for uh, for a wide receiver. But we're going to get to the, the next contract that, that, that overtook his. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at the contract, one of the things that we like to look at for sure is what does that guaranteed money look like? In reality, that that deal is more of three year, 67, 70 million with the two years that could be they can get out of. Overall, this move, looking at this move, this is definitely wheels down, stock down for A-Rod. He's left with the empty cupboard of wide receivers. All he has is a, a rusty cob. I think they're gonna tend they tendered uh Lazard, so he's gonna be back. And then what Amari Rogers and that's it. There's yeah, nothing and then, else. And the MVS is a free agent, but yep. he's I think he actually went to Kansas City today to you know to talk talk. Yeah, with them. yeah, yeah. He's been flirting so. with a lot of a lot of teams. Been looking for his services. So who knows yeah. with that? They did get Bobby Tanyan back for a year, but that's going to take off some an ACL injury. Yeah, ACL yeah. injury. On the flip side, for me, looking at Devontae going to to the Raiders, this is definitely crockpot. This is wheels up. Like you don't got any other excuse now. We gave mm-hmm. you the dude that you played in mm-hmm. college with for two years. You still got Darren Waller being menace, being a menace to society to to linebackers and safeties. Then you got <laughs> one of you get. Then you got one of the slot gods in Winfro. So this offense is, I mean, he's ready to go. You got, you also brought in uh, Josh McDaniels and he's supposed to be some kind of quarterback whisperer slash offensive guru. So we're really, we're really about to see, like, let's mm-hmm. see what you really, really about. I yeah. think wheels up for Waller because this frees him up. He can't be double teamed anymore. Slight bump down for Winfro, obviously because he's not going to get the targets as long as the other two ahead of him are healthy. Uh, this also is wills up for for Jacobs because now you don't have stacked boxes. Mm-hmm. You're, th- these boxes are going to be light, so there should be plenty of lanes for him to run. Just overall, I think this is a great move for Las Vegas. They got to keep up with with the arms race that's happening in the AFC West. These are players that I'm definitely going to be aiming towards when I get in my redraft leagues. Like this is Devontae. He doesn't bump like. He's on a new team, yes, but it's still Devontae Adams. He's gonna get as much targets as he can. He can take. There's, there's. He's always open. It doesn't matter who's on him. So that that's just how I look at it. What about you? What do you think about this move and what it looks like fantasy wise? No, I, I think I think it's a solid move for the Raiders as a whole. Um, you know, there's. I, I think you know, comp- you know, um, with Devontae Adams, it, it's a slight downgrade. From where you know, from where he was, because he was the primary guy in Green Bay, right? He was just getting yep. absolutely hammered and peppered with targets, target after target. He had, I think, two out of the last like three or four years, he had uh, uh, had 169 targets, 
169 targets. So I think he's averaging like about easily in like the 140s since like 2016. So yeah. he he's not going to get he's he's probably not going to come close to any you know the 150 target range um, with Waller and Renfro on the field. Um, you know, just for you know, just for context, I mean, Hunter Renfro had a phenomenal 2021 year, but his target share was only 21 and a half, the 21.7 percent. Um, Darren Waller was a 24.2 target, had a 24.2 um, percent target share. Um, and in 2020, when Darren Waller was the man, he had a 28.7 percent target share. So, um, I think you know, with Devonte Adams coming in, you know, there's going to be a it's going to be a slight bump down. I think more so for you know for Renfro, like you said. Um, but, but Darren Waller is definitely going to be, um, a, a, I think, a beneficiary um, because he's 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 more athletic and he he can get down the field and get down the seams. Yep. Um, so I, I think a lot of those shots, those those shot plays down the middle, will be more will be open um, with Devontae Adams, you know, kind of occupying the outside. And, Dev- and Dev- yep. Devontae Adams can play the slot as well. He can play. You can, you can just basically move him all over the place. And that's another thing that you, we want to you know we want to be mindful of is that Green Bay was very, very smart in scheming him open. Um, because that off that passing offense ran through Devontae Adams, you know, every single time. Um, you know, and we talked about, you know, several weeks ago when we did our wide receiver tiers about yards per route run and how the top three fantasy producers at the wide receiver position had a high had had a high yards per route run. Devontae Adams is yep. number three with two point eight one yards per route run. Um so um we were I'm curious to see like how you know how he fares in that department um going to Las Vegas. But you know, ultimately like this is this is a very this is an up this is a, an upgrade for Derek Carr. Derek Carr is gonna be a, a strong beneficiary. Just adding another weapon um to the arsenal is always gonna help a quarterback, right? So yeah. um especially with you know one with Derek Carr. Derek Carr had, you know, I think he threw for like five like five thousand yards this past year. Um cl- or close to it. Um so you know this this is nothing. This is this is definitely wheels up for the Raiders' offense as a whole. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely like this move as well. Yeah, and also one thing we also got to remember when last year and even the year before, Derek Carr struggled to get Darren Waller the ball in the end zone when they're in the red zone. Now you got Adams on the offense. This 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 makes it easier for him to score touchdowns. So yeah, I just think. For at least for Waller, it'd be a little more efficient in terms of his looks and potential touchdown scorings for sure. So, and plus I mean, you have two high. like you have two phenomenal route runners near the goal line uh, with with Renfro and and, and, and Devontae yeah. Adams. So there's going to be some opportunity for you know for for, for some open spaces uh, for Derek Carr uh, to throw to in the, um, down there in the red zone. So this this yeah. could be a really really good year. And like you said, the arms race in the AFC West. Um, is, is is something to behold? Is a sight to behold? Yeah, yeah. It's There's crazy. a lot of shit happening in the AFC West. And you know, <laughs> speaking of the AFC West, we just had a departure from the AFC West <laughs> to the AFC East. Uh, Kansas City, for some reason, traded Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins <laughs> <laughs> for, for some five, reason for five draft picks. Five draft picks. For a 2022 first, a 2022 second, a 2022 fourth, a 2023 fourth, and a 2023 sixth. Um, but on top of that, Tyreek Hill becomes the, the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. $120 million over four years. $72.2 million guaranteed. That $72.2 million is due, um, is, becomes fully guaranteed at the start of the 2023 league year. 
Um, but then there's another 52 million that's you know fully guaranteed at signing. So that is just a you know a, a lot of dollar signs, a lot of dollar right. signs that we're just trying to wrap our heads around. Um, yeah, when I saw when I saw this news coming on the pipeline, I just I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like how ra- how random is this offseason been? You know, I, I I just I don't know. I I've, I was I was I was legitimately at a loss of words just reading it and just I don't know. But what do you, what do you, what did you, what did you think about this trade? Because I I was I personally love it for Tua because I think Tua is underrated and he does not get enough credit. Um, yeah, I think he. I think he gets a. Honestly, I think Tua gets a bad rap, and this is the biggest reason why. The biggest reason why he gets a bad rap is because he was drafted one pick away from Justin Herbert, and Justin Herbert balled his ass off. So mm-hmm. he's always constantly going to be compared to Justin Herbert, and obviously, and he's he's not, and he's not going to put up the same numbers as as Justin Herbert is. So that's why people are just so quick to just bail on Tua. It's like, oh, he's not it. He's not it. Get another guy. Get another guy. Get another guy. And I just yeah. think that's unfair to him. I think he he needs a little more time. He had a devastating, almost career-ending hip injury coming out of college. He yep. needed time to get to kind of get up to speed. His rookie year, he was in and out of the lineup, being yo-yoed in and out of the lineup. Um, didn't did had didn't really truly settle in. But when he when he's on the field, he was pretty good. He, he played pretty well when he was on the field. So, um, so yeah, like what 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 are your thoughts on this uh, Tyreek Hill trade? So I mean, this happened so fast to to the regular person but apparently they have been talks about this for two weeks and casey just came to the conclusion that they just weren't going to be able to give him the money he wanted so you know go find a trade he wanted to go to miami he went to miami for fantasy purposes this is definitely a bump down for Mahomes, obviously because you just lost the guy that bailed you out whenever you were making the madden plays and just tossing it up like tupac and he was just there to bail him out. Um, oh, hey, uh, real quick. Let's have a moment of silence for those Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes stacks. Yes, yes, yes. Moment of moment silence. Because we'll never see a stack like that again, I don't think. So, <laughs> no. Yeah, we won't. Like that, you know, those those they, those they two were, they were just weak winners together. Those, fit, yeah. you know, you can get 50 plus points or depending on whatever league you're, you can get 70 plus points. Yeah, you know, it's just it was it was just a crazy crazy um, combination, um, and it's 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 you know as a football fan I'm kind of saddened because you don't get to see that um, anymore. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, so who else? Uh, Juju, Juju and Kelsey they get a slight bump up. You know, uh, you don't have somebody like Tyreek taking up 150 targets. Yeah, uh, we expect Hard Hardman to get a bump up. We'll see. We've been waiting on that for four years now. Yeah. The the ghost of Josh Gordon, 2012, people are hoping for. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Nah, they just signed Corey nah, Coleman. Uh, yeah, who cares? So <laughs> the offense, <laughs> overall, uh, the offense gets a bump down. They definitely need to find uh, somebody to fill that void, let it be through the draft, or, you know, go in trading for somebody like, you know, DK or Lockett, maybe <laughs> they've been, we've been seeing reports of that already. Uh, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what happens with, with that offense, but they're definitely going to need to do something and do something really quick. Because as we just said, that arms race in the AFC West is, 
is 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 all the way out there and Casey now is at the at the bottom looking up for Miami like you said before this is definitely wills up for Tua you get another another speedster mm. one of the top wide receivers in the league on top of that already having one of the the best rookies seasons that we've seen in a while underrated with Jalen Waddle and he you know we already know he can move too on top of them adding Cedric Wilson for wherever that's worth. He's a burner. You added, you added um, Raheem Mostert. He's a burner. He had two of the top five uh, fastest times clocked last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got, they, they pretty much got a track. Yeah. I mean, you got a freaking Gasecki that you just tagged. Uh, when you look at their options on the wide receiver for the wide receiver room, they got a bunch of burners, man. Like, this offense is ready to go. Tua, this is like you don't you don't got no excuses. Like this they they're giving this you all the boy. tools, this and they just boy. added and then just added one of the top tackles in the league on top of that two days ago. Yeah, Th- Teron Armstead. This is it. Yeah. yeah, this is it, bro. Like show us something, or we're gonna find your replacement. Yeah, that's all uh, it is to it. Like this offense is this the offense is ready to go. This I think this propels Tua. If you're looking to redraft, I think this is he's not just a. a just another quarterback you just add, you could potentially look at he could be your starting quarterback with, with all the options that he has. So I mean, if you're tethered if you're tethered to Tyreek Hill, I, I I like your I like your chances. I like your value. Yeah. <laughs> I like your value. Oh, I mean look I mean look at Alex Smith in twenty seventeen when he was tethered to Tyreek Hill. I mean he was a he was a he was a, I think he was a, a QB one in fantasy, I believe. He was mm-hmm. taking a lot yeah, so um and, and just really quick, I mean I know you know Tyreek Hill his his his, his calling card is his deep speed. He has the most deep target touchdowns over 20 yards since since 20 since 2020. He has the most deep target touchdowns uh, with 10. And Tua has a 44% completion percentage on passes 20 plus yards down the field, and that's third in the NFL. Now a lot of people are saying that maybe he's not throwing that many, uh, and and that could be fair. Maybe he doesn't take as many uh, doesn't have as many attempts, but when he does throw the ball down the field, um, he's pretty effective, and he and he, he he can get it that he can get it down there. I mean, he proved he proved it at Alabama, that's why he was a top five pick. Had a lot of talent in Alabama, and he was getting on the ball. He's getting on the ball deep. Um, so I don't think he came to the NFL and forgot how to throw deep. <laughs> and so yeah. you know, that, that had a, that had a lot to do with you know their offensive line, you know their 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 scheme, a, a bunch of different factors um, that you know kind of prevented him from really really opening it up, you know, thus far in his career. So I, I think I think this is going to be uh, you know uh, this Tyreek Hill trade was right on time for Tua, to be quite honest. Yes, yes, it definitely was. Yeah. And now going in his third year, now they can definitely, you know, hey, we we giving you everything you need. Let's see how good you are. Yeah. Uh, so this is this, we'll is, this is this is their opportunity to pretty much go all in and, and get yep. get all get all the questions answered. Get all the questions yep. answered. Yep. And with and again with all those trick all those all those picks that were traded, you no know, fuck them picks. Figure it out. So we're we're in yep. win, now, win now mode with a, a first year co- coach on top of that. So mm-hmm. let, a lot of pressure see. on Mike McDaniel. A lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> the next trade is Matt Ryan to Indy. Atlanta gets a twenty two third. What do you think about this trade? I mean, it's not really a needle mover. I think as we talked about, <laughs> I think as we talked about. Um, you know, on our QB tiers, I think Matt Ryan is, you know, from a fantasy perspective, Matt Ryan is just, you know, one of those bi week fill-in quarterbacks. You know, he's not gonna really going to win you weeks. He may have a couple of good games here and there, 
but ultimately he's he, he's he's okay right he'll give you like you know 13 14 fantasy points or something like that now he does have michael pittman uh to throw to um jonathan taylor in the backfield um so you know he, he may you know get some dump offs to him and in, in, in here and there but outside of that i think um from a little from a real life standpoint i think I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily say it's an upgrade over Carson Wentz because he's much older, and he, he his his arm is is a little bit um is not, is not as lively as Carson Wentz is. But he will take care of the ball. If there's one thing that yep. we can say, say about Matt Ryan is that he can take care of the ball um, much better. So um, those turnovers will probably be, be cut in half um, you know, for for Indy. I mean, they were they were two games away from the playoffs or a game away from the playoffs. All they needed to do was beat Jacksonville in Week 18, and they couldn't do it because you know Carson Wentz you know shit the bed had yeah. a four point three QBR so <laughs> I mean and, and, that, and, and I didn't just make that up that was that's he really did have a four point three QBR seriously um so that and that's and that's pretty fucking bad but um <laughs> but but again you know that that team isn't isn't far off they're not that far away from competing for a playoff spot right I mean um all you need to do <laughs> all you need to do is basically in 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 that division, just basically, you need to win your division. Um, and, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know about the tight. I don't know how how good the Titans are. I mean, they were the number one seed last year. I don't know how how much better they're how much better they really are um, than the Colts. Um, but you know, I, I think I think ultimately they'll be competing um, for the division crown. And you know, with the log jam that you have in the AFC West, you're going to need to win your division. And I think they are closer than people are giving them credit for to at least compete for a division division title yeah uh like you said this isn't really a needle mover i look at matt ryan i just see philip rivers somebody <laughs> that can take care of the ball better than wentz they're just taking the cheapest way out in terms of getting a quarterback it's just a stop gap until they really try to figure out what they want to do just they're all right i think this gives a little bit of bump to the Pittman. A little bit, because, you know, one thing Matt Ryan does like to do, if he finds somebody that he likes, they're going to get a lot of targets. So that's, oh, that's speaking the of, one. That's the, sorry, just, sorry, sorry to interrupt. But, um, like, I, I just remembered the Falcons, they're taking on $40.7 million of dead oh, money yeah. from that <laughs> yeah. trade. Like, they were just, I, I that's crazy. To they're, me. they're not looking to win this year, so that's all yeah. it says. Yeah, so, hey, it's, it, the, the, it'll be off the books. <laughs> whenever they're yeah. whenever they're trying to you know win because you know again they were confused whether or not they wanted to rebuild or not because nobody knew it was like oh yeah, yeah they were they were they were crappy and then they started winning games they got crappy again and they started winning games again so you didn't know what direction they were trying to go um, yeah and trading Julio Jones and drafting Kyle Pitts like you you just you really you really couldn't really answer the question one way or the other are they trying to rebuild or are they trying to win are they trying to stay yeah. in between. Because you don't want to stay in between, right? You either want to be yeah. really crappy so you can get a high draft pick or really good so you can compete for a Super Bowl. And they seemed content on being in the middle somewhere. Yep. And now we know that they don't want to be in the middle. So, yeah. Ne- the last trade that we want to highlight is the, the Bobby Bobby Trees, you know, Robert Woods getting traded to Tennessee for a 23 six round pick. I think this is a really good move for Tennessee because now you get a solid number two wide receiver. I know he's recovering from ACL, but this is a really good this is a really good move for them. He's a really good wide receiver. He can block. He can block. He can catch. He can run routes. So really savvy wide receiver. Good move for them. 
1,200 yards in his last full season, um, yep. you know, in L.A. So he's, he's real solid, man. Yep. I mean, the Rams just basically gave him away for free. So 2023 you know, six. It's like it's like a dynasty. It was like it's like, hey, let me get this dude for like a a 2024 fourth or some shit. Yeah. Like something All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's a deal. <laughs> yeah. I think fantasy purposes, this is good. It's a good solid move that I mean yeah, he'll be a, he'll, can, he'll be a value in drafts. He's not gonna be he's not gonna be I don't think he's gonna be drafted anywhere in the top like I don't know, top top nine rounds, top ten, top ten rounds, maybe. Yeah. I think he's going to be underrated. Yeah, very good move. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about some free agent signings. First one, something that we pretty much felt once Watson didn't sign with the Saints, we just figured that it was just a formality. Jamison, Jameis Winston going back to New Orleans, two for $28 million. You know, it's a good, solid quarterback, better than anything else they had in there. He wasn't, he wasn't bad whenever he was playing before he tore his ACL. Yep. You no, know, didn't really turn the ball over much, which was really good to see. So, you no, know, I think it was a it's a it's a cool move. Uh, you, we know that he likes to throw the ball downfield, so it'd be interesting to see how how this works with Michael Thomas because he didn't have Michael Thomas last year when he was playing. So, yeah, we'll see. Yep. We'll see how this how this goes. What, what you got? It looked. I mean, it looks like they. I mean, I think they're going to target a uh, wide receiver in the draft. They should at least, or yeah. they need to at least bring somebody in in free agency, because Trey Smith is a free agent. He was their, basically their own deep, their deep threat. They did keep Deontay Harris, who actually just changed his name to Deontay Harty, um, and he's a speed guy. And you know, James. I think James wants to hit him on a couple of uh, deep shots um, this year. Um, and he had uh, 14 touchdowns and three interceptions. So he, he before he you know tore his ACL. So again, like you said, he was off to a, a really solid start in New Orleans. Uh, he had that team in a, with a, you know at a five and two record. Like they were actually winning games. Um, you know, James was had a couple of spike weeks here and there. So yeah, this you know again we like 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 you said we touched on this move, touched on this potential move you know, many weeks ago. Perfect fit um, for New Orleans. And they're going to implement a lot of those same passing concepts, even with Sean Payton uh, no longer there. Yeah. Uh, but the next, the next quarterback we want to talk about that signed, and this happened just literally right after the Falcons traded Matt Ryan. <laughs> uh, they signed Mar- they signed Marcus Mariota to a two year, eighteen point seven five million dollar deal. Um, and the next year's dead cap is at two point five mil if they don't want to pay him the fourteen uh, and a half million. So this is basically a prove a year for him um, if they if he exceeds expectations. Um, and I don't know what those expe- expectations are since they're clearly not trying to win, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> um, but I, I actually like this move. He's, he's a mobile guy. Um, he is going to reunite with Arthur Smith. They did. They, they did. Um, they they were down in Tennessee together a couple of years ago. So he may be familiar with some of the terminology, some of the concepts um, with their with that offense. So I think this is a pretty decent move um, for Mariota and a way to kind of rejuvenate and re- and kickstart. Um, his career again um, he's you know he he didn't get it i guess he didn't get enough burn or enough enough notoriety you know when he was playing um, earlier um, in his career so i think this is a you know sort of a this could be sort of a, a, a rebirth um for him of sorts so yeah it's a decent move I mean, yeah it's, it's a cool move it's good to see him get get another, another chance. chance yeah uh we'll see in terms of how he's Using Pitts because Pitts lines up kind of all over the place. I know Mariota 
the one thing he was good at was throwing in the middle of the field. So we'll see how they, how they, where they place pits in the field in terms of getting Mariota uh, acclimated to throwing to his tight end that can do everything. I mean, that's pretty much it. Doesn't doesn't really do too much overall. It's not. I don't think Marcus would be somehow be drafting. So <laughs> yeah, onto the, <laughs> onto the next. Yeah, bye week filling basically. Lenny Fournette, you know, Lombardi Lenny, he goes back to Tampa Bay, three for 40, 21. Great move for, for both, I believe. I mean, we saw the the past pretty much two seasons that he's been with, with with Brady. He's pretty much been a top five back. I mean, last year he finished the top three in fantasy points per game. He really unlocks him in the receiving game. He had 69 catches, which was believe third for running back. So as long as he's tied to Brady, he's going to be a top five back just because of the receiving work he's going to get, get from him. So definitely a running back. I'll be top 10 running back drafted for sure. No question uh, with the work that he gets with, with Tampa Bay, how you feel about the move? Yeah. Um, you know, again, a, a, a chance to run it back, right? Uh, this is, this is probably the best move he could have made. He, I think he was just kind of waiting around to see what, what would happen. I don't know. I don't think he expected Tom Brady to come back, but um, maybe he he was in talks with other teams, and maybe he, he may have been considering going somewhere else. Um, but ultimately, he decided, you know what? Let me just go back to Tampa Bay. This is where you know I you know I reinvented myself. I won a ring here. Brady's back. The band is back. Let's 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 give it let's give it another shot. I, I think yeah. it was a uh, you know effectively it came down it came out it came out to be like a no brainer for him. So this is yeah. probably the per- the perfect move uh, for for, uh, for Lombardi Lenny. Yep. We also saw Cordell Patterson go back to Atlanta for two for ten. We'll see how they use him. I don't know how they're going to use him because towards the end of the season, like we like we said in previous previous uh, pods that. After that, that ankle injury slash, and then also bye week, they just stopped using him as a pass catching back. They just smashed him in the middle of the the formation and turned him into a grinder, which was really weird. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I want I want that early season usage back because um, that was yeah. that was the best that was the best version of Cordell Patterson that we've seen. Facts. He was, I think, he, I think he, I think he was a top like a top two wide top two running back, and then like a top. Eight or nine wide receiver. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he was killing it, like literally yeah. killing it. And then all of a sudden he just turned into a between tackles grinder. Yeah. It was really weird. Really yeah. weird. Next running back, you know, Rashad Penny he gets signed back to, to Seattle for one for for almost six million. I'm not sure what to think about this move because they still got Chris Carson and you got Mr. Establish it himself, Coach Pete. I don't I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what the, how how to think about this. What to think about this? Honestly, I, I, I mean, he'll be he'll be one of them running backs that you kind of draft in the late rounds, I guess, until you get more clarity. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I, I think this is the best move for him because you know, again, team establish it right. Uh, that's <laughs> that's why. That's why you're going back to a team that likes to run the ball. That's that's very run heavy. I mean, the quarter your quarterback currently is Drew Locke. I don't expect them to to open it up with Drew Locke now. If you're if you aren't going to open it up with Russell Wilson, why the hell are we going to be convinced that you're going to open it up with Drew Locke? Like, come on. <laughs> um, so I, I think I think even more rush attempts are are on the horizon uh, for the Seahawks this year. 
Um, so this is a this is a great move for Rashad Penny, and he, he as long as he stays healthy, I think he's going to be the guy there. I mean, I know Chris Carson is there, and you know he he had a ne- he had a neck injury. He had a neck injury, and Pete and Pete Carroll did say he was day to day after he was diagnosed with a neck injury. <laughs> that, that yes that that really happened. That really happened, ladies and gentlemen. He did say that he was day to day with a neck injury, and he didn't play a single snap the rest of the season. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, that's something to keep in mind. I think, um, you know, I think Rashad Penny is the more, the more explosive guy. He showed, he showed that coming out of college, um, showed that in the back, you know, the, the back stretch of the 2021 season. Um, so again, just health be just, that's all he needs to do is just stay healthy for a full season. And, and we, and we may see uh, a pretty, a pretty damn good year from Rashad Penny. Yep. The next person, um, well, before we get to that, one notable running back that still hasn't been signed is Melvin Gordon. We'll see what happens with him. Hopefully he doesn't go to the Broncos because of everybody's love for Javante Williams. We saw a little glimpse of that when Melvin Gordon was hurt. So hopefully Gordon goes takes his services elsewhere. So yep. now <laughs> wide receivers – but just real quick, real quick, real yeah. quick on Melvin Gordon. Um, where do you think he would go though? Like, since since a lot of places have been occupied now, if it's if it's not Denver, um, Buffalo seems to be set with their running back situation because that's that's a, that's another place that I was thinking he may go. But they signed McKissick, and he's going to be the the the, the passing downs guy. Well, remember McKissick like, ended up. Remember McKissick ended up. Uh, oh, that's right. Went back yeah, yeah. to went back, went back to Washington. To Washington. Yeah, yeah, he he, he reneged. He reneged. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe and I mean then, maybe Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo might be a good a good landing spot for him. Well, after um, he reneged, they they went and signed uh, Duke Johnson. So yeah, I, that happened yesterday. Yeah, that happened. No, or two, like days two or three days ago, something like that. Yeah, he oh, went man. back. He they went and signed Duke Johnson, but I mean I don't know what that I means. Don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we were given our predictions, I thought he would go to Atlanta or or Miami. Those have been locked down. Arizona locked would have been down, one, yeah. but that's been locked down. So I don't know where he's going to go. We'll, yeah. I guess we'll see. He may, he may, he may mess around. And go back to Denver. He, he really yeah. may. <sighs> Javante Williams, man. Yeah. All right, <laughs> uh, wide receivers. The first first one we want to talk about. The first signing is Allen Robinson. The three years, of forty six oh, million to the Rams. Boy, Absolutely I, love it. Yeah, that was a smash, it. man. Smash. That's a, you go from OBJ tears his ACL, you know, and then you just you you double back and you go get Allen Robinson, who basically had a a, a bye year this past year with injury and the Matt Nagy experience. Now you get reinvigorated, reinvigorated. I can't reinvigorated. I got you, bro. I got you. Yes, bro. with uh with Matt Stafford. We know Matt Stafford got the big arm, so now you got somebody that can run down field, field stretcher, and then he can boss the end zone area. He's six three, and you know how just seeing how he targeted OBJ in the end zone, just can only imagine Allen Robinson getting targeted in the end zone. Smash move, he's back. Top twenty five wide receiver for sure. Easily, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I think he's inside yeah. top twenty, man. He's gonna he's gonna smash in L.A. Um, Cooper Cup has all the attention, and Allen Robinson is gonna be seeing single coverage. 
He's a superb route runner. He he wins on the outside. He wins in the contested catches situations. Um, you know, I I just I couldn't love I couldn't love this move anymore. <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> I think out of all the offseason moves, uh, offseason free agent signings, I mean, because trades are a different story. But out of the, all of the offseason free agent signings, like this is my favorite point blank period. Like Allen Robinson to the he's one of my favorite players. To watch, you know, I've been a, I've been along Allen yep. Robinson true for truther. Yep. So um, seeing seeing him back, and he's going to be wearing number one, the number one jersey. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know. That. He gonna, yeah, he's going to look he's going to look icy in L.A. Um, so <laughs> yeah, pass from Stafford, man, and then and, and the Rams are really pass happy. I think they target their wide receivers more than anybody in the league, um, at the highest rate. I think over seventy percent. So um, yeah, they're yeah again smashed, smashed. Yes. And then people also realize that the Rams are very concentrated in terms of their targets. It only goes to four or five players, and that's it. So if that, I don't even L- know. I don't. Even, yeah. I think. I think that's overselling. I think it's probably three, and then maybe the fourth <laughs> one may you know may get lucky here and there with a bomb or two. But it's yeah. it's three guys. It's basically three guys, and maybe a fourth. Yeah. So do not d- make sure you you look out for Allen Robinson in your yeah, draft for sure. Don't don't overthink it, people. Allen Robinson is going to smash in LA this year. So yes, don't overthink it. Yes, another wide receiver was Juju. We talked about him earlier. Signed a one year deal, can make up to ten. Uh, like we said earlier, you know he's gonna he's gonna see targets as long as they don't bring in somebody major. He he occupies kind of the same space that Kelsey does, but so we'll see how they use him. But he's tied to Patrick Mahomes, so we know he he should be able to you know re reinvigorate. <laughs> I can't even speak again. Revitalize. <laughs> Revitalize yeah. his his career for uh, yeah. for a better better word. So yeah. I, I like the move for for KC because this was supposed to be essentially their their best second wide receiver since forever since Tyreek and Mahomes and Kelsey have been there. So uh, I like the move a lot. Just How just less TikToks. Just less just less less TikTok. <laughs> yes, the, the TikTok Hall of Famer has made his way to Kansas City. So he, he just yeah. needs this. You know, just relax on the TikToks and more ball. Um, but yeah, no, it's it, it has the potential to be a good move. I mean, we saw Juju, you know, produce, um, you know, early on in his career, but that was you know alongside Antonio Brown. Um, we haven't seen him, you know, live up to being a number one receiver since then. He hasn't he hasn't cleared, you know, a thousand yards uh, since you know since what 2017 is his uh, yep. rookie year or 2018. Yeah, I think no, 2018. 2018 was his last his second year. year. That second year, like fourteen hundred yards, um, he hasn't cleared a thousand since. Um, he caught you know ninety balls a couple of years ago, but only had less than what nine hundred yards receiving. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he he's he's left a lot to be desired in the field, but again, he's going to be used in kind of the intermediate, you know, short 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 area intermediate uh, quadrants of the field. Um. You know. So they they need they definitely need a field stretcher to kind of open that space up a little bit more so he can. Because he, he's he's good he, he's at least good you know after the catch, um, that that's one thing that he's that he was um you know, that that he made a living on is is getting a lot of yak yards, but um they but they definitely need some more you know receiver talent in that room, as yep. we've touched on Miko Hartman ain't it, he's shown us in the last three four years that he ain't it, he'll ha- he'll have an occasional you know blow up spot here blow up spot there but um, from a consistency consistency standpoint. Um, he he's he's fallen short. He's fallen short. Yeah. Um, and, and the ironic thing about Miko Hardman is that they drafted him 
you know, in 20, I think 2017 or 2018, um, as Tyreek Hill insurance, because Ty- Tyreek Hill had like a, a pending legal case or a pending mm-hmm. issues. He yep. didn't get suspended. So they were just basically stuck with him. Right. Um, <laughs> and they just tried, they tried to figure out how to, you know, fit him into the offense. Cause you know, they were basically duplicative skill sets, him and Tyreek Hill. Um, they were, they, they're both speed guys. Obviously Tyreek Hill is a much better wide receiver than him. Um, so now it's just funny that Tyreek Hill is now shipped out. <laughs> Miko Hartman is, uh, is, staring at some opportunity um finally um <laughs> you. so you know so we'll we'll see how that goes um but for as far as juju goes i, I think you know this is this is a this is a, a good a good landing spot for him even with the departure of tyree kill um they just need to add another guy and i think he'll 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 flourish even more yeah and then some other wide receivers of note that have not been signed yet jarvis landry julio for whatever that's worth at this point Will Fuller, MVS, OBJ are still available. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, not sure if they're going to be, depending on where they land, if they're going to be like needle movers in terms of the fantasy landscape. Maybe these players might be more late round wide receiver pickups. So uh, we'll see as as the weeks unfold where they end up landing. Yeah, Will Fuller, uh, tight end. If, he, if he can get his, if Will Fuller can get his finger, you know, sewed back on, whatever the hell happened yeah. to his finger. Um, you know, he's probably in line to follow Deshaun Watson to Cleveland. I think yeah. that's, you know, I think that's probably, and then maybe Julio may be up for a reunion in Atlanta. Or, you know, I think, uh, I think Darius Leonard, uh, rec- is trying to recruit Julio Jones. So, hmm. um, that's another, that's another intrigue. It's about Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, you know, the, you know, <laughs> trying, trying to turn back the clock a little bit. Uh, we'll see how, we'll see what, <laughs> you know, again, for whatever that's worth. Yeah, that that could be another option for him. And then um, I don't know what's happening with OBJ. Uh, he's been flirting with you know several teams. I think on Twitter he 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 was he replied to someone's tweet saying that he's not that he's open, but and basically implying that he's, he may be open to a Cleveland reunion. Uh, I know he didn't he didn't flat out say that, but um, yeah, he, he said he wasn't he 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 didn't hate it or I can't remember exactly what the tweet said, but he implied that he wouldn't be against it. Um, so we, we'll see, you know, it's, there's still, it's still, uh, still March. I think a lot of these guys who are spreading right now may take their time and maybe wait until closer to the draft to see if any other teams are going to be, you know, more desperate to, to, to kind of sign them. Um, if they don't get signed before the draft, um, you know, that this may be like one of those training camp type things they may get, yep. uh, you know, brought on during training camp. Yep, Definitely. Tight ends, uh, do we? I mean, ugh. the the one, uh, the one that I wanted, that I wanted to look at was Gerald Everett to the Chargers. I think I, I, yep, think I yep. like that. That was, I that like was going to be the one that that was going to be the one I was going to bring up. I, I like the move like too. Go move, ahead, man. You know, I, I kind of like that move, man, because you know Gerald Everett. He's 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 one of those move tight ends, and he he's really athletic. Uh, he's pretty versatile, and he can definitely get down the seams, and he's. I think he. I think coming out of college, he went like a four five or four six. So he's not. He's <laughs> with Justin Herbert throwing the throwing the balls throwing the balls there, man. I, that is not a bad move, a, a bad landing spot for Joe Everett. No, it's not because even looking at Jared Cook last year, like he was he was decent when he was healthy, and he looked at him in the end zone for sure. So again, this is Jared Everett. He's six three. He's a big body wide receiver. Wide receiver that plays tight end, in my opinion. Yeah. Because he's yeah. fast, so yeah. 
I definitely like this. You can run away from linebackers and safeties. Yeah, he, he's 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 a good one, man. I I, I like yeah. that move a lot. Yeah, just hopefully he can actually catch the ball, though. That's the only thing that plagues him. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other tight end moves don't really move the needle for me. You got like Hayden Hurst, the Cincinnati, Ricky Seals Jones to, to the Giants for cheap. He's probably going to start there. That could be a cheap option for people to look at. Yeah. Uh, like we said, Robert Tanyan back to Green Bay. Uh, uh, Austin Hooper to the Titans. Blah. Uh, we still got Gronk. That's pretty much say he's going back to Tampa Bay. He's just chilling right now. So, and then yeah. Eric Ebron, if you care about Ebronics, any. So, yeah. you know, I mean, that's pretty much the landscape of what we've seen from free agency. It's been very, very crazy. You know, a lot of moves. I, I haven't, like we said at the beginning, I haven't seen anything like this ever in my lifetime. Yeah, I think a lot of people. Insane. I think I think people are just. I think players are just trying to get more aggressive in terms of like, hey, you're not going to give me my money. Let me go somewhere else to go get it. And it looks like <laughs> and they get owners it. They are, call, yeah. these owners are calling their, calling their bluffs. It's like, okay, yeah, go, go look for a trade. Yeah, and they're finding it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, on that note, there's another episode of Off the Line Fantasy Football Podcast. Hopefully, hopefully we we hit on some some players and kind of describe what what it might look like for them for their fantasy outlook ike you got anything for for us before we get out of here nah man um I'm, yeah this is a very very intriguing um set of moves that that we've seen um you know i think to, oh yeah also today i saw i saw russell wilson throwing a Cortland sutton oh yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah man it looked good man it looked yeah. good yeah, I seen that. I was like, okay, yeah, but no, um, but yeah, the, a lot of these moves are they 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 have major fantasy implications. But you know, the landscape has shifted. The landscape has shifted. I've never seen a lot of this much quarterback movement, wide receiver movement, um, and these are these not these aren't even you know you know mid middle tier guys. These are elite level players that are getting traded like I don't know, like nobody's business. And so, <laughs> you know, Tyreek traded. Devontae Adams traded, Russell Wilson traded, Mark yeah. Cooper traded, Robert Woods traded. You know, so you know, again, this is you know, hopefully we, you know, we 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 we've gotten a lot of we've gotten a lot of uh, a lot of clarity now. You know, a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the dust. And I don't even think a lot of I don't think the dust is settled. I think there's more moves to be made. Uh, the, you know, the draft is still like a couple months, a month away. Yeah. So there's still a lot more moves to be um, to be had. I feel like. Um, beforehand, before then. So, you know, again, you know, just, you know, continue to continue to follow us on Twitter, follow Gene at uh, fantasy jeans, uh, follow me at just underscore Ico nine. And uh, please follow the official Twitter page of off the line at off the line FF. Um, and we're under the destination Debbie channel. Uh, whenever you are, you know, subscribing you know, to your, to your podcast on Google, Spotify, um, Apple, um, and please check out and please check out the, the, the squad, you know, the 40 chess guys, elite, t- elite seekers, um, you know, check out uh, you know Ray GQ's uh, you know wake up um, every morning seven a.m. Monday to Thursday. Um, you know they we, we have a lot of dope content um, with the team. Uh, so yeah, appreciate y'all tuning yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, appreciate y'all tuning in until next week. We'll holler at y'all. You know, make some moves in your dynasty leagues if you got some. You know, let's let's get prepared for for the for the draft that's coming next month. Until then, we'll holler at y'all. Peace out.